Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Repeat or redemption. A versus value to exclusively on Talksport, the home of boxing. Why did that happen? Was it just bad luck? No, it wasn't bad luck. You know, every, every, every action has a reaction and you've got to make sure that the reaction is the right one. I remember the last time we was here and your exact words to me was, enjoy your 15 minutes. Well, I suppose you've got selective memory and you forget saying that now as well. But they were the words you said to me. Okay. It's amazing how the coins flipped because now you're in that position. You chasing me. You're the one. You're the one chasing oh, yeah. me around after the fight. I after didn't the chase BJ, you. After BJ Floyd's fight, you're the one who kicked at me and forced the Why? fight. Not even injury saves you this time. Nothing saves you. This is this is this is it. More rounds of sparring, more pad work, more technical sessions. So um, I feel on May 5th, you're going to get yourselves a very, very good version of, of me. I do understand how the complete news tender's coming out. Basically, what these guys have done is they've stuck a muzzle on a wounded animal. Stop it. Just stop it. Humble. He's about as humble as Madonna. I believe with, with the stuff that I've been doing, he'll need to be superhuman not to get knocked out. He'll need to do something so much, so much far superior to what he did in the first fight. He's a better fighter than me. He'll go down in history as a better fighter than me doesn't mean he can beat me. I've beaten better fighters than me. I've beaten guys quicker than me. I've beaten guys stronger than me. I've beaten guys bigger than me. All the action live on TalkSport. Myself and the bomber Tony Bellew go toe-to-toe. Do not miss it. You're listening to Fight Night Live on TalkSport with his Suzu D-Max. You may be able to hear in the background here at the Auto Arena where we are live from tonight uh, that the tannoy system has just cracked up just a touch. I'm going to be honest with you, Gareth, right? We've done many fights together. I've been to many fights down the years. Whenever I come to a David Hare fight, it's like a who's who. Everybody wants to be here. I know that that's happening now with Anthony Joshua, but he still pulls them in, doesn't he? Listen, the cheers for Frank Bruno just now were off the charts, and then they mentioned Joshua, and it went crazy. Kirsty Gallagher sitting behind me. I saw that you were getting a few selfies done there with a few people. Yeah, Robbie Savage is over there. They're old friends. I've been around a long time, baby. Adam Booth is back as well. It's not just the who's who of the boxing world, though. I mean, we've just mentioned, obviously, Frank Bruno's name. We've just mentioned, obviously... Uh, Amir Khan's name, Anthony Joshua's name. All these boxers are in the house tonight. We had Dillian White on earlier on. But there's an awful amount of celebrity status as well, isn't there, Gareth? Yeah, it's just brilliant. And look, um, big heavyweight boxing nights, big boxing nights are about glamour. They're about glitz. They're about hype. They're about promotion. And the stars want to be here. It's always been that way. 
Um, our commentary team tonight is John Rawlin and Glenn McCrory. Glenn, over to you now, my friend, because nights like this is what we live for in this industry, isn't it? Certainly. We've been to a few big ones over the years, and uh, when the heavyweights get together, especially when the characters like like these two are, it just becomes it becomes the biggest the biggest thing out there. Everybody wants to, to get a seat. Everybody wants to be ringside, and it's um, a great occasion. Adam Booth, it is. It always amazes me that the heavyweight division just has this pull. I mean, it could be on the biggest lull ever, but when the big boys get in, it still pulls in the crowds. It's the, the freakish size of these gentlemen, isn't it? It's, the, it's that one-punch knockout power that just people are enticed by. They want to come down and see that type of shot. People love knockouts. That's what they, and when, when you go to heavyweight boxing, you go to see knockouts. Talk to me about this fight. You're obviously a trainer. You've been trainer of David Head. How does he, first of all, approach this fight coming off the back of that first loss? Well, if his legs aren't as lively as they were when he was younger, and if he's lost the confidence in his back legs because of the ruptured Achilles, then I expect him to carry his weight a little bit more in his knees, to shift low, to use his head movement to find positions, and in his loose shoulder speed to take advantage of him. Yeah, absolutely. Regarding Tony, though, he obviously gains more confidence from the first fight because he took a lot of good shots in those opening rounds, didn't he? And um, no doubt he's coming into this fight thinking, right, OK, I've done it once, I, I, I've, I've been hit on the button. If that's all he's got, does he change his tactics at all? Yes, he, Tony's got to be a lot better than he was first time round because the threat tonight is, I, I, I anticipate, being much worse for him or much harder for him than it was last March. Um, but from what I saw from the media workout, Tony's legs look very lively. His balance looks very good. He's taking a slightly lower position while he's moving as well, which will keep him safe. Um, if, if Hay stalks him low and creeps the distance and Tony makes the shot obvious, Hay will look for that counter, and he is a master at finding that heavy-handed counter if you give him an obvious shot. For Bellew, he's got to use his legs to keep that distance and keep that position, but make his shots unpredictable. When they get up close, I actually think that Tony can afford to trade because technically he trades inside a lot neater than Hay does. Hay's probably more heavy-handed, but he does uh, open it out wide a little bit, whereas Tony can trade quite narrow. So definitely Hay's going to threaten him by stalking him and shifting low. Tony's long game and short game has to be immaculate. He can't afford to make mistakes on either position. One thing that I absolutely loved this week was reading uh, the boxing news, and you've written a fantastic uh, fight depiction on there, obviously giving your thoughts on how you uh, think that this fight, exactly how you just said, would be going and what tactics are required. And then the final art, the final line of the article is, if I'm honest, what's it? Let, let me read it word for word. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen on Saturday night. I think, I think we're all, I think we're all in the exact same position, aren't we? That's the beauty of this fight. What if, if we look at what happened last March, yeah. and you look at the two fighters' careers, if any scenario happened tonight, none of us are going to be surprised. Yeah. If something on Hayes' body breaks down, we won't be surprised. If Hay drops Tony and puts him on the canvas for the 10 count in the first round, we're not going to be surprised. If Tony outboxes him, takes the power shots, nullifies it, and keeps picking away on points and wins on points, we're not going to be we're not going to be surprised. And that's this that's why this fight's such such an entertaining matchup. Just because there's so many, it's what we don't know yeah. that makes it intriguing. Um, 
and I, I don't want to make a prediction because it's it's so unpredictable. No, come on, make a prediction. He just, he just has them with their Come boxing on. news, doesn't it? We don't know <laughs> what's going to happen, is, my friend. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. If I had to put, if I had to pin my pin it to a mask, I have to pick Hayes. Okay. Regarding Ad, that, Adam, then, just, Adam, just Adam, that, no, Adam Petrol has been backing Tony Bellew all week, and I'm backing David Hayes. We're going to come back to this in a minute. We will come back to this in a minute because I'm led to believe that Don McGuinness is with AJ at this moment <laughs> in time. Let's get a little bit of thoughts. Well, Anthony, yes, you're obviously yes. enjoying yourself. Big laugh there as well. It was interesting before when your name was announced to the crowd. You're not fighting tonight. Huge roar. How's that make you feel? I was working. I could hear the roaring. I heard them shout for Frank Bruno. And um, I didn't hear any boost for anyone. So the support of uh, the UK fighters is phenomenal. And the crowd, man. I think, you know, there's no crowd like this. There's no supporters like the UK fighters. So massive shout out to them and massive shout out to everyone listening as well. Often when we interview you, you start shadow boxing. You're just so I'm ready. Up. I'm ready. You're not shadow boxing yet, but you when it is a night like this, you just want to get in there, don't well, you? We're mid interview, so I don't want to catch you with a little left hook and then boom. <laughs> It'll be me left alone uh, talking. You get one right back. Don't <laughs> <worry>. <laughs> I don't think so. Now, listen, just any update that you can give us about what's next for you, AJ? The fight's going to happen. There's no doubt about it that the fight's going to happen. All it is is that I can't sign my life away. You can't agree something without knowing uh, the devil in the detail. So that's all it is. It's the devil in the detail, which we're getting to. We're all professional, and um, the fight will happen for sure. Will it be next? Yeah. I believe so. I do believe so, because I want to fight as well. He wants to fight, so I don't see why not. Okay, so and we've got a lot of time to make it happen. So it's a blessing. I think like the stars have aligned and um, it's destiny to get this fight going on. It's a, it's a fight to become undisputed everywhere champion of the world. It's big. Okay, final thing then, Hey Bellew, just talk us through it. Okay, I think Hey will approach it differently because he has to start faster and try to put the pressure on and just make Bellew uncomfortable. Also, I feel Bellew's got the heart of a warrior, so I feel that he can weather the storm, and if he does weather that storm, I favor uh, Bellew to win. So I'll put it like this. Hey early, you know, if you can control it from early and then cruise the later rounds, I don't think you'll stop Bellew, but if you can control it early and control the later rounds, that's how David Hill will win. But Bellew has to weather the storm and make sure he's tucking up and hitting him straight back. So. When Hayes putting the pressure on, avoid the shots, roll and roll and just touch him up, touch him up, touch him up. So he's effective, but being clever. And I think that's how Bellew has to control the fight from one to 12, being clever. Anthony, thank you very much. You've got a few thousand more selfies to do, so I'll let you go. Adam. Top man, Anthony Joshua there, speaking to Don McGuinness ringside. Uh, and just on that, just on the Wilder fight, because we, we, we kind of spoke about it on last week's show, Gareth. He is right. There is a, you've got to check the devil in the detail. It's all right, everybody going on social media and saying, Wilder's offering $50 million. What's he worried about? Let's get this fight on. Well, what's he offering $50 million for? Because no yeah, I mean, you know? look, look, I mean, Eddie Hearn's been very specific this week in saying, look, we've asked for a few detailed um, questions to be answered by the Americans. He's 70% there now with the fight, believing it'll happen. Listen, boxing has a habit of stretching these things out. Believe me, it'll be a bigger fight next year than it would be this year. We all know this. But you know what? Maybe the world shifted 
on its axis. It's a new generation. I want Wilder and Joshua to fight while they're both undefeated. I think we all do. And you never know, we might have it in Vegas in November or December. Well, I want it because I want to see an undisputed champion in the heavyweight division. I love never undisputed ever. champions. I want guys, I wanted there to be one single one song in each, in each weight division. And you as a trainer who trains these guys, you must be along the same thought process as that because that's what you do with Ryan Burnett. He's dominating his division. I only heard one thing there. I only heard one thing. He said it's going to happen and it's going to happen next. That's all I heard. That's he said. time, he said as well. <laughs> no, I'm aware of all the contractual things and, and the business and TV networks and promotional issues and stuff like that. But he, he sounded very convinced when he said it will happen and it will happen next. And remember one thing. Ultimately, he is in control. And if he says, I don't care what anyone else says, it's happening, it's happening. No, absolutely, and we hope it does happen, because as I keep banging on about, I love the idea of having an undisputed heavyweight champion. When you were a kid and you used to box, well, this, I can only speak from my own uh, experience here, I used to box my sister around my bedroom, you know what I mean? Just give, her, <laughs> just give her a couple of jabs, and then when I maybe pushed her over, I didn't knock her out, but maybe pushed her over, I would always then say that I'm the undisputed heavyweight champion. That's what people used to do, didn't they? You were a good matchmaker. <laughs> It's the dream. I'm still living that dream, my friend, still living that dream. Uh, great to see AJ. Uh, Did you get a belt place. for that, by the way? Yeah, I made my own. It was a, it was a WWF one. It was, a, it, was a, it was one from the world of wrestling. <laughs> uh, you listen to Fight Night Live on TalkSport with me, Adam Catterall, um, Adam Booth, Glenn McCrory, John Rowling, Gareth A. Davis, and Don McGuinness, who is still ringside talking to the who's who of uh, not just the boxing world, but the political world as well, because I'm led to believe that Andy Burnham, the mayor of Manchester, is actually alongside Don McGuinness right at this moment in time. Don, talk to me. Yeah, I've got Andy Burnham here ringside. You sat next to the very lively Robbie Savage. You might be in for a bit of a noisy night, I think. I would think so. As well, but uh, I tell you what, you know, this is some fine night. Big boxing fan? I am. It's funny, actually, I first met Tony Bellew. I played alongside him up front in a charity game at Goodison and uh, yeah it was something to uh, see him uh, it was against a Liverpool team and he was taking the fight to them so ever since then I've uh, yeah been a, a bit in awe of Tony Bellew and I've always supported him that there's a big Everton connection with the Perry obviously oh definitely yeah so I saw his fight at Goodison and that was a memorable night for uh, any Evertonian and we were all behind him so yeah it's I think he's done brilliantly you know Tonight, I don't know, is he uh, maybe not favourite? I don't know, but we'll see. But Evertonians need a bit of a boost right now, so we're all behind Tony. You're definitely backing your man. You're definitely backing your man anyway. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. I, I, I say, supporting him all the way and uh, would love to see him win down here in London tonight. So, yeah. Enjoy the night. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, you Thanks, Look at that. The world of boxing transcending to the world of politics and obviously mayoral duties. Gareth A. Davis has actually left us here now, Adam, right? Because what Gareth has done, he, he obviously um, loves the celebrity world as Gareth. I don't know if you've ever done a radio programme with him before, my friend. I mean, I'm all about the boxing. I sit here and speak to you as our esteemed guests and Glenn and John. Gareth loves a selfie with the celebrities. He's currently having a chat with Kirsty Gallagher. Is she, is she all right? Kirsty's fine. We're old pals, aren't we, Kirst? We're old pals, aren't we? Sorry? We're old pals, me and you, aren't we? We are, absolutely. Who you got tonight, Kirsty? Who do I think is going to win? Yeah. It's so hard, isn't it? Um, I have a little feeling that Tony Bellew will win this. 
you're wrong. Okay, no, thank you very she's much. Back yes, absolutely, that's what we like. Gareth, you want to start this little bit of rhetoric with me, don't you? Because I obviously have been on the show last week saying that I genuinely believe that Tony Bellew will win this fight late. You're in a different camp. You think that David, David Hay, Hay will win this fight later. David Hay will prove everybody wrong tonight. I hope for him, and he'll be patient, and he'll stop Tony Bellew for me between the sixth and the eighth round, but his body has got to hold out. I don't think he'll prove everyone wrong. He'll prove half the people wrong, because it, de no, genuinely, absolutely. it genuinely feels quite split now. The closer we get to the fight, yeah. pe people <laughs> think that they're starting to question what they thought they knew. Yeah. And that's that's the beauty of a fight like this, that it's... But the closer you get to all of a sudden that conviction you had two weeks ago that he's definitely going to win no you start to doubt yourself and and, that, and that's what makes this entertaining you've basically just described my thought process since this fight was made because the first time around i genuinely thought that david would take tony lightly and tony would be able to take advantage of that just hearing rumors out of david's camp that he was chilling he's thinking listen i've only got four i'll just go knock this kid out in four rounds i think this is a different david here this time and just watching him this week, the way that he's been, his demeanour, everything about him, I'm like, I'm more nervous for Tony this time round than I was the first time round. You're right. You're absolutely right. Thank you. Hey, if Adam Booth said that, if I'm right, then now I'll set that all day. But the thing is with David, the trouble is he always looks physically so good. When you see them together, as you did with the way in yesterday, you feel that Hayes going to do it. But Bellew is so tenacious, I admire him so much. And David, at the end of the day, has had three fights in six years, yeah. and Tony Bellew has got better and better with age. It's going to be an interesting fight. We flip-flopped uh, since we started this show we, at we 8 o'clock. We've been flip-flopping all week as well. We don't know where this is going to go. As Adam Booth wrote in the Boxing News this week, he does not know where this is going to go, and if he doesn't know, then how should I know? We don't know, and that's why we are here tonight, because it's going to be an absolutely tremendous, tremendous, captivating fight, which you are getting live and exclusive on TalkSport. Um, I'm sure you can hear in the background uh, the new anthem of boxing is currently ringing round uh, the O2 Arena. It is, of course, Neil Diamond. It's my mum and dad's wedding song. It's their wedding anniversary last week. So this is for you, mum and dad. I'm going to give you a couple of minutes, all right? Just enjoy the crowd here at the O2 Arena singing along. Something quite special about that. It's time for Michael Buffer. You're listening to Talk Sport Fight Night Live with a Suzu D Max. As the lights go down in the O2 Arena. From the O2 London, let's get this party started! hand from Hay and Bellew shrugs his shoulders as much as to say is that it is that all you've got he got the scoring shot there and he's out punching Bellew in this second round he's caught by left hook from Bellew he's got left hand Tony Bellion, there's 10 seconds remaining in the third. He's trying to knock Hay out here. He's, he's there again, and the bell 
He's down for a second time, and the count is on. Hay struggles to his feet. He looks like a drunken man. Hay walks into a left hand from Bellew. Looks the stronger, the fitter, the boss, and at the moment looks the more genuine heavyweight of the two before. Oh, great shot from Bellew. Hay's down again. Brilliant right hand, and Hay knows he's been caught by another absolute peach. And now Bellew looks to finish him. He steps forward, looking for one more big punch, which will surely end it. And it's all over. Resistance gone looked like an old shot fighter, and Tony Bellew now has tears of joy coming down his face. He's now being congratulated by David Hay, and fair play a display of sportsmanship from the old champion because he knows in there tonight, in every aspect of this fight, he was outgamed by Bellew. The strategy was good, he was outpunched. Bellew so, so committed and he's produced an absolutely spectacular performance, Glenn. It was an inspired performance from Tony Bellew, and I think he got probably got some in inspiration from his brother-in-law, who he sadly lost uh, in an accident last year, and I know that's been very hard. He's a good friend, and it's been very hard for Tony. He's been through some tough times, and I'm sure he was inspired by the memory of his brother-in-law to put on a performance like that which was excellent, looked strong, punched well, and David Hay just could not take the power. After that, I mean, you never say never, but surely Hay's finished. Most definitely, most definitely. I mean, he just he looked like a, a fighter that didn't have it anymore. He couldn't take the, the power of the punches. His balance wasn't good. He was breathing heavily. and uh, But take nothing away from Tony Bell, who did exactly what he had to do. I went take out nothing there away from Bellew. He's, no, he was inspired. He was. He performed excellently, and he has absolutely proved there tonight that he is the superior man. He got himself into shape, lost the weight. He had the body beautiful. He actually started quite well. May have taken the first couple of rounds. Certainly took the second, if not the first. But then he unravelled in the third round. The two knockdowns. Fourth round, Bellew kept up the pressure, and then he looked as though he was having a little breather in the fifth before yep. he unloaded again. It looked as if you know, maybe maybe in the fifth, when he did take a breather, that Hay was, would, could come back and get back into it. He recovered a bit, but then as soon as the power shots went in from Tony Bellew, it was David Hay. Even at times they both landed, it was David Hay that had the effect and was hurt by those punches, where Tony Bellew, he took them and walked through whatever he had to take to court a great stoppage Bellew landed with a right hand and then a great big swinging left which effectively ended it and he's waving to the fans and the people in the VIP seats behind us Anthony Joshua is going up now to embrace him and he's coming down right down into the commentary position the sky commentary position to our right and being congratulated by Anthony Joshua 
I think Tony Bellew, well, whatever he, whatever people think of him, you know, he can be, can be gobby, he's never short for a word, to put it mildly. Some people say, is he a genuine heavyweight? Well, tonight, whatever, I think he proved he is a heavyweight and that he can certainly punch like a heavyweight. He can, he looked strong when he, when he let his punches go, he let them go with, with commitment, with determination. And it looked, you know, he wasn't going. He, he didn't want to lose. He he looked like he, he never looked like he was going to lose. Hey, never been short of ego, and he fought with pride. He tried to carry it back to him, but there was no way back in that fifth round after that big left hook had scrambled his senses and put him down. Yeah, he was the more accurate value. The timing was better, and the hard work paid off. He works terrifically hard in the gym all year round. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That showed in that, this performance. Did everything right. Well, he says, Tony Bellew, that, yeah, I'm competitive. And when I get in the ring, I am a different animal. I am an evil man when I get in that ring. But I do this to provide for my family. His wife, his children are not here at ringside tonight. He likes to keep them away because he knows that this is the hurt sport and that awful things can happen. But tonight he was inspired and the pain rained in on David Hay. It certainly did. And we await the, the official announcement from Michael Boffer. It's going to be coming any second. The crowd watching reruns of that final round as Howard Foster stepped between them and Tony Bellew stepped away to leap to the far side of the ring and onto the ropes for his dance of celebration. And David Hay realised at that moment it was over. And that 
David Hay as a professional boxer now has probably, at the age of 37, reached the end of the road. Michael Buffer is poised. The two fighters are now centering with Howard Foster, the referee, promoter, Eddie Hearn, alongside them, an absolutely elated Dave Coldwell, the trainer of Tony Bellew, and he's done a great job in getting him ready for this once again. Tactics here were absolutely spot on. There was amazing emotion in the ring from Tony Bellew. Tears aplenty. The big man gave everything. And I think he was even more ecstatic this time than he was first time around when he won in such controversial circumstances. Tonight, no doubt at all, all the greats of British heavyweight boxing were gathered together at ringside. Frank Bruno, Anthony Joshua and many more. So many professionals wanted to be here to witness this, to be part of what was a huge event as well as a huge boxing match. And it was an event which was about the man from Liverpool, the Evertonian, the man from Toxteth, Tony Bellew, who has produced the most important win of his life. And again, he waves to the crowd and all around the O2 Arena, people are standing up and cheering his achievement and again sporting acclaim from David Ladies and gentlemen, the question was, will it be revenge or repeat? And the answer came at 2 minutes 14 seconds of round number 5. As referee Howard Foster calls a halt to this bout, the answer, repeat. And the winner by TKO victory, the fighting pride of Liverpool, Tony. bookies have got it badly wrong here a lot of people within the sport thought that Tony Bellew could win this one even though Joe Public bought into the opinions a lot of which as well were repeated in our national media that David Hay was going to somehow turn back the clock but it wasn't to be today it's about Tony Bellew John Glenn, sensational commentary. That will go down in the archives. What a tremendous, tremendous gunshot. Gareth, Adam Booth alongside me right now. Tony's just addressing the crowd. We will hopefully get hold of him in a minute to have a little bit of a chat for us here on Talk Sport. All three of us, pre-fight, said we didn't know how that was going to play out, but we, we kind of lent that it might go later. You said six to eight, Gareth. You said maybe a little bit later for Hay. I said a little bit later for Bellew. But we're not surprised that we got a gun show after five, six rounds, are we? No, not at all. I mean, I think David looked very good early on, but Tony Bellew fought an extraordinary contest tonight, an extraordinary game plan. He took pick his moments, and even when David Hay was hurt, he still stayed patient and waited because he knew that David would throw caution to the wind and try and get himself out of trouble as he did against Jean-Marc Mormack and other fighters when he was hurt his right hand, I think Adam alluded it during the fight, his right hand still detonates and knocks people out really patient, mm. the left hook was devastating tonight, Tony Bellew deserves all the plaudits and you know what I've got to say I'm really glad these two... Uh, Tony's crying in there tonight. And well, he's talking about, about his brother-in-law, Ashley, who sadly passed away in mysterious circumstances but last year, in between, obviously, this 
uh, round one of this and then the rescheduled fight. He's had a devastating year and obviously this is a little bit of silver lining at the end of it. Obviously, it's not replacing anybody that he's lost in his family, but that's what he's just addressing at this at this moment in time, and he's getting a rapturous round of applause. And he was actually booed. He was booed into the ring. Listen, it was a feverish atmosphere in here tonight. Um, it was an extraordinarily exciting contest. But once David Hay was down in the third round, saved by the bell, I hasten to add, yeah. I tell you what, you've got to admire the warrior spirit uh, of David Hay. Yeah. I mean, it was just extraordinary. Down three, four times in this contest, it was a merciful and correct stoppage by Howard Foster at the end as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Adam, during the fight, after the uh, first and second knockdown, and where Gareth just pointed out there, that second knockdown where David was saved by the bell at the end of that particular round, you said to me in the gap there, there's nothing more dangerous than a wounded animal. This guy throws a right hand, he's still dangerous, he's still dangerous. And to be fair, he threw some amazing shots that just didn't land in that period of time. And if they would have landed, he could have turned this fight on its head. But the, 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 the mistake David made is that when he, when he used his jab and just looked for that right hand, he was the one that looked more comfortable. As soon as he started trying to hook, left hook with a left hooker, he was always going to come off second best. And, and, and this has been something... Uh, for a long time that, that David's been aware of that he's not a left hooker yeah. he's a devastating got a devastating jab and a devastating right hand Tony Bellew is a good left hooker because he closes it in very quickly so when you spin the coin with the left hooks Tony Bellew is always going to come off better in that situation he did it with Makabu and he also did it with BJ Flores and he's done it with David Hay tonight if you go back and you look at him the way that he trades and closes that left hook quickly he always comes off better off Tony Bell, you just addressing the crowd at this moment in time. He was uh, basically insinuated that he's had a wonderful career and I thought he was going to maybe make a retirement announcement, but then he went, who do you want me in there with next? Um, he's talking now about the boys in the World Boxing Super Series at Cruiserweight. I mean, there's some serious serious cats at Cruiserweight, let's be straight. But he's the Emeritus Champion. He does have first dibs at the WBC Champion if he wants it. Would you take that work? How many of those serious cats that you refer to have knocked out a former World Heavyweight ah. Champion and World Cruiserweight Champion? So, Unified, so yeah. if Tony can make Cruiserweight healthily, why wouldn't you consider him Woo. the favourite to beat any of them? Oh, stop it, you're getting me excited now. Uh, Glenn, uh, let's bring you into this conversation because as Adam rightly pointed out there, as soon as that went into a left hook gun show, there was only going to be one winner. We kind of saw that a little bit earlier on in the Paul Butler fight as well, didn't we? Hooking with a hooker, you don't do that. But, but when David did, he ended up coming out second best. Yeah, he did, and, and uh, you know that's that's because he's he's been active. He's you know he's having regular fights. David's been out, you know, he was out for a long time, and it's hard to it, it's hard to get your time and at the best of times when you've been out that long. You know, it's hard to get it back. It's hard to get the rhythm and the timing and that back, and, and it it never really quite looked like it was there for David. He looks, listen, he's a specimen. He looks in absolutely tremendous condition. First round comes out. I thought, hey, up, we might have a little bit of a scrap on our hands here. There was an exchange of jabs. It went, but when it did catch fire, it was quite obvious then that there was only really going to be one winner. Yeah, and that, that, you know, and that was all down to the, the, the sharpness and the timing of value. And that comes with, you know, being active, having plenty of fights and staying in the gym. And that's what, you know, he's, he's always in the gym. He trains really, really hard up there in, in Liverpool. Eddie Hearns just addressing the crowd at this moment in time. He's captivating us because I've no doubt he's talking about both of these men. I hope, Adam, and I really do hope this, because I know that there's a lot of new fans that have come to boxing over the last six, seven years, and they've probably never seen David Hay as David Hay was when he was the unified champion, when he was absolutely devastating. 
Let's not forget, he's the only guy other than Evander Holyfield to do that and step up and win a heavyweight championship as well. Absolutely stellar, sensational career. He's yeah. addressing the crowd now. I don't know what he's going to do. I anticipate that he will maybe be calling it a day. But I hope he's not remembered for these two fights against Tony Bellew. I hope he's remembered for what he did six, seven, eight years ago. Well, as time goes on, people look back and they start to look at the whole story. And, and he has had a, an incredible career. Um, I don't know whether he's just about to say that it's coming to an end now, but it's hard to see where he goes from this. No, absolutely. And it, in a way, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a big Tony Bellew fan. I like Tony Bellew. But I'm also a big David Hare fan. He's, a, he's always been entertaining. In, out of the ring. It'll be a shame if he's not around anymore because boxing does need characters, doesn't it? Yeah, but everything comes to an end. Of right? course and it does. And of course 30, it does. 38 years old this year, and and he's a fighter that relied on speed, reflexes, and genetic power. You look at the catalogue of injuries that he's got, coupled with the fact that he's 38 years old. Have to wait and see. But what what are his options now? Yeah. He's been stopped twice in a row. No, absolutely. Uh, Don McGuinness is uh, ringside at this moment in time. I can see him loitering with intent um, because uh, Tony Bellew is making his way over to that neutral corner to have a little bit of an exclusive chat with those boys here at TalkSport. Doubt me again, well, didn't you? Tony. Everyone doubt me again. Hi. Who doubts me now? Doubt me now. Well, listen, firstly, doubt, doubt firstly me now. We, we've all been congratulating you on what was a fantastic performance. So just give us doubt a reaction. You very Doubt me now, everyone. <laughs> the world, not you. Where's Pricey? Biggin! Big price is over there, yeah. Go right, Biggin! Just talk us through that, Tony, because it started off, you know, obviously a little bit cagey, maybe David had a tiny bit of it, success, but then you took over, so talk us through it. I was waiting for the perfect moment. I've bide me time, I'm a clever cat. I'm not bad for the fat scouser. I'm clever, man, I've got brains, I've got skills. Robbie Savage, yeah, man, I've got, I've got skills. I know what I can do. But you judge me on me, on me, on me, on aesthetically how I look. You all judge me, man. You think because I'm a little fat scouser, I'm not much. No, we didn't, we no, didn't, we didn't. Knows. Now listen, third round, you put him down. You put him down a couple of times in the third round. Did you think what, what that round it, was the it? third round when you put him down? You had him in all sorts of trouble. Did you have to be patient after that as well? Yeah, I did because he's big, powerful man. And I told Howard to stop it, man. Because I don't want to hear people. And I'm getting softer as I get older in this. But when I was 30, I was ruthless, man. I, I go for the finish, bad. But now I don't want to hear people are so. Is it is it time to carry on or stop? I don't know, but I, I don't want to hear people, man. I told him to stop, and I, I said to David, just stop, man. Please stop. His punches didn't really hurt, but he's dangerous. He's heavy-handed, but I could see them again. But you were always super confident going into this. Yeah. You told us it was going to be repeated. Time. But and I told you it'd be quicker. <laughs> now, now you also it's, it's emotional. You can see how emotional you are tonight yeah, as well. You, you've me, been man. obviously like, looking at Ashley. The next morning, I don't know what to say. My sister, my missus, my mum and dad, the most horrible eight months of my life, man. I can't fix it, I can't make it better, I can't, I can't take it back. Twice this night, this week, man, I've cried. Yeah, because man, you've got his man, name on your shorts. Tomorrow, mate, I pick her up from the airport, I shit you not. And she's my toughest fight, because she's... I, I promised that this will be the last one, but it's not, because I know I'm, I've got to fight, I've got to keep fighting, because I live for nights like this. I love fighting. I like fighting. I like punching people all over the place, man. I've got a sit. I'm a, I'm a clever fighter. They don't give me credit now. Tonight they'll probably say that wasn't that good, but I knew what I was doing, man. I got him to exchange when I wanted to. First round, I was a bit 
easy. I, I was surprised because I'm so much faster than him. I can see everything coming. And even when he hit me with a big right hand, I could see I'm I'm better than No, I'm not better than him, but my style will always beat him. I'd have beat him in his prime. Well, All them clowns on social media, doubt me now. Doubt me now, you fools, well, you, you buffoons. Anybody that was actually thinking that it was just about the injury in the first fight, you've put that one completely to yeah, bed the now. The only thing that's no. injured now, mate, is his chin. Now, listen, there was respect shown there after the fight as yeah, well. He again. came over to me and he was very, very, uh, very appreciative. But, you know... Is that, it? Is, that it? is that the hatchet buried now? The yeah, mate, it's over. That song is over in my career. So you say that you're going to fight on. Now, is this fighting on the heavyweight division? Do you look at the cruiserweights again? Speak to the man, man, he promotes me. Well, I'll speak to the man, and you mean Eddie, Eddie Hearn, who's here with a big smile on his face as well? Because man in Nando's <laughs> in Sheffield many years ago. <laughs> my life's been turned around, man. It's been tough, ups and downs. We've had many arguments on the phone, but we've done it. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. you do what do you want him to do, Eddie? Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, listen, every... Every uh, everything is driven towards making sure that fighters can leave the sport um, safely and you know to be able to provide for their family. And that was always my intention with Tony Bellew. And before the Macabu fight or around the Macabu fight, he paid off his mortgage, and that was a proud moment for me. I was really over the moon for him. Then he somehow talked himself into the David Hay fight, and he you know he made a lot of money in that first fight. And, Going into that fight, I didn't really know what was going to happen. I, I fancied that he could win, but I didn't care because I knew that he would live a great life and so would his children um, for many years to come and their children. And then he won. And then we got him another fight. And he's gone and won again and he's improving. And, you know, you will never find anyone with a bigger heart than Tony Billy. I promise you that. But I used to say that he may not be the greatest fighter in the world, but he's got a lot of heart. He really is an elite, world-class fighter. He's improving all the time. You know, he's coming in, again, giving away a stone to a heavyweight. Tony's not a heavyweight. He took him off his feet with that last left hook. When he exchanges, he punches so, so hard. But, you know, what's next? Honestly, if he retired tomorrow, I'd be the happiest man in the world. If he wants to carry on, there's some great fights for him. But I'm just so proud. Every, everything that he's been through, he deserves so much, so much credit. He, he really is a great man. Well, thanks for your time, Eddie. We're going to try and get a word with David Hay as well. David, David, if I can just trouble you for a minute. Well, David, commiserations. Thanks not, a lot. It's not your night. No. In your terms, what happened? Uh, Tony, Tony boxed better than I did, plain and simple. You know, as far as falling short in my punches, and he, he landed the best shots. And uh, that was it, really. You know, I landed some good shots, but not, not good enough. I weren't putting them together like... I should have done, and a uh, better man won. Did you feel different tonight than you did in the first fight? Um, yeah, a little bit, but you know that might have been down to what Tony did to me. You know, so it's all good, it's all good and well saying, you know, uh, I didn't feel as good as I did last time, but you know, the, the better man won on the night, and uh, you know, I feel fine now. I feel okay, but you know, he put some good shots together. You had a good, a good game plan, good counter punching, and um, yeah, no, 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 no excuses. So physically, everything held up fine. Yeah, I, I was okay. The better man won. You know. In boxing, you get you get knocks and bruises, and you, you spar, and it is what it is, you know. But Tony barely boxed a great fight, and I didn't. Plain and simple, you know. Now, what's for you now then? Um, I'll have to go back, review exactly what happened, 
um, and uh, see and then make a decision. You know, it's never good to make a decision, you know, when uh, when everything's up in the air. But everybody, everybody here. Yeah, no, no one can say they didn't get a good night's entertainment here. We really, really, as, as, as everyone anticipated, uh, went hell for leather. And we, put, we, we, we gave everybody a real good fight. And that's, that's boxing's entertainment. As long as people, everyone in this arena definitely got their money's worth. And, you know, I, I feel okay now. Obviously a bit buzzed in the ring there. But, you know, the better man won on the night, Tony Belly. So congratulations to him. Now, obviously, with the two fights, the build-up with the first one, it was a bit acrimonious. Yeah, yeah. The second one, you were calm, you were trying to stay away from all of that. Yeah. Afterwards, there was a, the big cuddle in the ring. Yeah. Is that the end of it all now? Because obviously, you've had your words, you've had your moments. Tony Bellew's been full of rage for you <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah. Is that it? Um, I don't know, you know. I'll have to, have to see the tape. Obviously, when you've been cracked around the head as many times as I was tonight, <laughs> you're not quite, quite copus mentis, but, you know... I don't know, you know, I, I, I enjoyed it in there, as, as crazy as it sounds, and although I, I came off second best, you know, I enjoyed the heat of the battle, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the camaraderie with uh, Tony Bellew, you know, I've got a nemesis, and uh, no one can say that when you put us in the ring, uh, you, you're not going to get fireworks, because, uh, you know, everybody was on the edge of their seat from the start, you know, I caught me some great shots, he caught me back because I'm even better shots, and, uh, you know, we could, we could fight ten times, and every time you get yourself a cracking fight. Well, if this is the end, David, and I'm not putting words into your mouth, yeah. but if this is the, the final for a, obviously you've thrilled the, the British yeah. public with a fantastic career. I mean, that's that's what you'd want to be remembered for. Yeah, those great yeah. nights you've had already. Obviously, obviously, I've had so many good nights, so many fun nights, and um, you know, box some giants, and it takes someone who's kind of a similar size to myself to sort of bring bring the uh, the best entertainment out of me. You know, some of some of the big fights I've had, they might not have been that entertaining. But, you know, Tony Bellew is someone you can put us in the ring ten times and every time you might get a different a different uh, result, different, you're going to get some type of drama. And, um, you know, it's nice to have someone, you know, Nigel Benn had Chris Eubank, you know, uh, Eubank had Steve Collins, you know, you know I, I've got Tony Bellew and Tony Bellew's got David Hayes. So, you know, I, I'm going to watch the tape, watch it back and uh, depending on how it looks, I'll make a decision from there because at the moment it, did, it didn't feel good in there. It didn't feel like, you know, I had the, the snap and timing like I, I used to have. Uh, maybe it's inactivity, maybe I need more of these types of fights. But um, I feel fine, you know, I felt powerful in there, you know, I felt, I felt strong. Timing didn't feel that great, but maybe it was Tony's timing that was so good that offset my time, timing. But um, no, 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 taking nothing away with Tony, you know, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy our battles and, um, you know, uh, respect to him, he, he, did, he did a fantastic job tonight. Good to see you still smiling. Thanks yeah, for I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I've been hit with. I've been in the room with some absolute giants. So, you know, someone the same size as me is is okay. I don't mind. I don't mind getting it by smaller guys like that. All the best, David. Thank you. Thank you very much. Back to you, Adam. Dom, top work. Great to hear from uh, both uh, protagonists. And and David, in a, in a way, is right there. This is the entertainment game. This is why I come, Dick Gareth. This is why I come. Yeah, I come because I want to be entertained. Because and it, and it does entertain me. It's the entertainment game. Look. I, I, I've had a close relationship for David for 20 years since he was 17. Adam's closer to him than I am. He's a very, very brave man. He's a, he's a, he's a very tough warrior, and he showed immense heart in there tonight. I have the feeling he doesn't want to retire, but I really do feel that he was getting hit in open, really poor ways in that fight in the end. Um, the power's there, but for me, the timing has gone. We mustn't take anything away from Tony Bellew tonight. No, I'm not trying to, but what I'm saying is this is a very decorated two-weight world champion who sits with the likes of Evander Holyfield yep. as a former cruiserweight yep. and heavyweight world champion. Everything that David achieved at heavyweight was a bonus. No, you know? no absolutely, I, I, I totally agree with that. But as, as David kind of pointed out there, 
your opponent can make you do things that you don't necessarily wish to do. It's the entertainment game, but it's a very dangerous game as well. No, absolutely. But Tony Bell, you did things in the ring there, so the, which then, as, as David was kind of saying, offsetted his timing. So therefore, his timing wasn't wasn't on point tonight, as we've seen it in previous years. Well, if you want to look at the fight, break the fight down, Tony, Tony was very careful while David was stalking him and looking for the jab on the right hand. And very smart and shrewd and, and just pick little shots to keep David concentrating rather than just pressuring him with nothing coming back. And then the moment he saw he had an opportunity to trade up close, he was always going to let that left hook go inside. And uh, and, and he came off, and, and I think Tony knew that in a trade-up he was always going to come off the, the better man. What, where he was most dangerous is if David was setting him up and teeing him up with the right hand. Yeah. And David buzzed him a couple of times in the mm. first couple of rounds. Mm. So Tony, Tony took those shots, got through those moments, landed the shots he want, and, and, and applied the finish. Let's not, let's not wax too lyrical about, you know, David, his injuries, where does he go from here? The fact is that it was a competitive fight. Yep. Tony Bellew did the right things. David did the wrong things, and, the dis and, and, and it went Tony's way. And Adam, I was saying during the fight with you how patient Tony was. That yeah. was the great thing about him in this fight. Even when he knew he had David Hurt down twice in the third round, he was patient through round four, and that was the key to this. He didn't charge in. He knew he could detonate, as you say, that left hook in the exchange, and it would give David great problems. A merciful stoppage, though, by Howard Foster. Gentlemen, it really has been a pleasure being in your company. Adam, it's a pleasure watching a boxing uh, event with you because uh, you kind of predict things before they actually happen. You were telling me exactly what was going on in that fight and then they played out. So that's why you do what you do and I do what I do. So well done you. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Gareth, as always, thank you for your time. Uh, we'll be back in action uh, next Saturday night here on TalkSport. Fight Night Live with Isuzu D-Max has been something else. You're home for boxing here on TalkSport. It was Bellew, it was Hay, and it was Repeat. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.